Hi everyone, it's Lee Salisbury here. Normally, you are tuning in to listen to a new episode of the podcast Soap from the Box, where I go behind the scenes of some of TV's biggest shows, speaking to some of TV's biggest stars. But as an extra special little surprise for you, winter's coming, we need a bit of colour, we need a bit of cheer. Hot from the Box is here with you all winter, where I speak to some of the UK and the world's, in fact, biggest pop stars. So far, we've had Sonia. We've had Claire Richards from Steps. You can download those right now. And today, my favourite male artist in the UK at the moment. It is Mr. Will Young. I'm so excited. has got one of the voices of modern music it is the incredible will young hello will well that's a nice thing to say thank you oh i mean it as well your voice i mean there's a couple of albums in my life beyonce's album with a black cover i think it was just called beyonce and emily sunday's long live the angels being recent ones that when i first listened it just does something to you and your album is so like that it's incredible i I really to be doing something you know after 20 years and still feeling like, wow, actually, I've got some really good, you know, I've done a really good body of work. I mean, obviously, yeah. Yeah. The, um, by the way, apologies if you hear a dog bark. I've got a new rescue dog. Will's got a new uh, dog who's, yeah, who's, who's very excited. Dog. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's, I'm really proud of it and um, very proud of what, what Richard X has done, who's produced it. We did... Um, we first worked together on an album called Echoes, a song called Jealousy was on it. And then, you know, Pippin, be quiet. <laughs> and um, and this, this is our third project now. Oh, wow. OK. And he is, Richard X is amazing. Obviously, the XX, one of my favourite bands, which he's part of. And you actually recorded this album in, am I right in say, your dining room? Yeah, it's where I'm sitting now. <laughs> so that's yeah. where you're I saw you on, I think it was with, it was Lorraine, but without Lorraine. They never changed the name for poor Christine. But you were saying <laughs> that you put the spare duvet up and some old curtains. Was that like the sound thing for doing the, getting good sounds? Yeah, yeah an old rug. They were all in my attic. I had some That's... old curtains that I bought on eBay because I was going to use the material to make cushions. <laughs> and, That's uh, amazing. I knew that they were going to end up uh, aiding with my next album. Yeah, being an integral part of the next album. So, I mean, how long, or it must have been hard to whittle down the songs. Actually, the first question I want to ask is, did did you have any songs that people said no? Because I've tried to use, like, Madonna in stuff before, and you have to go right to her. Did you have any that they were like, no, we don't want you covering that, thanks? I didn't have anyone, no. Um, and I haven't been sued, so I think that's good. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, not to my knowledge. But um, I wrote to all the artists, and I enclosed the version that I'd done with Richard and I, you know, just thanking them for their work, I thought was really important. And also as a feminist, I studied women's studies at university with politics and, you know, I, I, I don't walk in a woman's shoes, but I can empathize. I have a yeah. privilege from a privileged position being a white middle-class male in pop or in the world in general. So, you know, I didn't want to be this sort of bloke that just sort of rocked up some of these you know, brilliant female artists' songs and just didn't care. And so that's kind of created a really nice um, feeling around the record. Yeah. You know? um, I mean, it I feels think... respectful and it doesn't feel throwaway. And it is, like you said, you know, in your intro, it's 
it's it's a sort of playlist really um that I've put together and and then made into an album and done my little songs yeah and I mean the people on it the females we'll talk about more about the songs in a bit but um the females that you've used the songs of I mean are there lots of those that you've met that you like or are there some that you just love their their work I know um Natasha Khan uh otherwise known as Bat for Lashes um I've always loved her work I haven't met I have to remind myself no I haven't met any of the other people um I've been in contact with a few now um Hannah from London Grammar Claire Maguire um and the band Moona have been really okay. supportive. And it's really nice to see that, you know, because it can be quite rare when other other bands and artists, you know, want to support other artists. Um, yeah. But it's really nice to see them post and go, oh, check out Will's version of our song. I mean, obviously they get the publishing rights. But, you know, it's really... <laughs> yeah, it's they can really just fun. ignore it, though. That's brilliant. Yeah, they obviously love it. it. Yeah, they could just ignore it. So it's... it's um. Uh, it's got a, it's created a nice, you know, I say nice a lot, that's a better word. It's created a very warm kind of feeling around the album. Yeah. Which, which, yeah. Which the album is. Well, we are going to, I'm going to pick my favorite songs coming up and we're going to talk about them. But before you came on screen on Pop Idol, did you, did you have a gut feeling that that was your time? Well, very good question. I had, um, I had a premonition that I was. Did you? Oh, wow. Yeah, I had a premonition that if there was a show for one singer, um, that I would win it. Um, a very strong premonition, very strange. It's only happened to me a couple of times. And um, and it was because at that time I was at university and, and uh, Pop Stars was on. Um, yeah. So, you know, that was obviously for a group. And I said to my friend, Adam, who's an actor, Adam Campbell, I said, if there's one for one singer, I'm going to win it. And that was that's, very odd. That's incredible. Right. We're going to talk more, but let's get on one of the songs. This is the cover of the amazing Everything But The Girl song. This tune means so much to me. This is Will Young's version of Missing. And I miss you. Not often you get an album where you like all of the songs. I'm saying that genuinely because often you like four or five and then the others you're a bit like, Ooh. but this one, I love all of them. So picking my top three was really hard. But the first one I've gone for is Indestructible by the incredible Robin. I've always been a huge fan. It was originally from her Body Talk album, her seventh studio album. And according to her, she describes the song that it's about meeting new people and falling in love can be scary and fun at the same time. Is that Does that kind of resonate with you? Well, that's interesting. Um, I didn't. Um, yeah, it does actually. And and dog barking again. Hang on. Yeah, dog, Will's new dog, new rescue dog, is with us today on Gorgeous. He is just as excited <laughs> about he's his dad's new album. Oh no, he couldn't. He couldn't care less. Um, he's ten years. <laughs> he's ten years old, and he was treated really badly. So um, oh, rescued him. Uh, well, a charity did, and um, he's doing so great. And I'm really proud because he's just been. Just been on his first group walk with other dogs. Oh, that's brilliant. I felt like a proud parent. It was really sweet. It just makes me so happy. Anyway, um, yeah, the Robin song. I think people, obviously an amazing artist, and people are, you know, if they, lo- if they love Robin, they love Robin. You know, they buy yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and Indestructible wasn't actually 
perhaps the most obvious song to choose. Um, in my opinion, it should have been a, a much bigger hit. Um, so that's why I went for that to kind of shine a light on that and also just kind of shine a light on her as an artist full stop because she's remarkable. Um, someone told me the other day that actually she was signed when she was about 14 and was kind of like the new Britney Spears before Britney Spears. Oh, and really? Then, apparently. And then she sort of went against it and you know started doing her own stuff. And I never knew that. No, I didn't know that. Kind of like Britney going against it. But yeah, she, I mean, she is literally incredible, but it's kind of almost, I suppose it's a bit like Drag Race, you know, where if they do the game and they choose someone that RuPaul knows, it's a bit like, I mean, doing, covering something of someone that is so profound, is that a little bit scary, the reaction? Because of these diehard fans, I go, what's he done? Obviously they wouldn't, it's brilliant, but. Well, yeah, I think I for all those artists, actually, because I think they are every single artist, has fans who are really diehard because they're so brilliant so maybe except someone like cam they're probably not as adamant you know um and i had to sort of get that out of my head um yeah yeah that's why it was important to get my intent you know that was that was the key thing because if my intentions were wrong and it was just like oh i don't care i don't care about this artist i'm just gonna do a covers record because i'm lazy yeah then because I think, it, to be honest, it's like anything in life. You can't do anything you unless you're passionate and you, and you mean please, it. You can't please everyone. So just try and always make sure at the beginning of anything you do that your intentions are, are the best, you know. And then whatever anyone says, and it's a free country, so everyone's entitled to their opinions, you know that you're doing it, you know, it sort of grounds you. Um, so that's the way I, I sort of approach everything, really. And it's quite funny because obviously shows like X Factor and Pop Idol are renowned for that first single often being a cover. So it's quite funny, isn't it? The full circle that, you know, you, you started doing that and now it's but it's totally different because obviously that's kind of probably what we're saying, that those covers aren't really thought out for the artists and stuff. But, it, but is it weird coming back to Was it a choice as well? Was that a bit of a, a thing in your head? It was a choice. Yeah. And, uh, it, you know, it's really interesting you say that and um, it's, and I actually, as, as I was hearing you, I was just suddenly thinking, gosh, you know, it has been 20 years, years now. Years, yeah, yeah. First audition. My first audition was actually on Thursday this week, 20 years ago. Wow. And of course, it was a talent show with people singing covers. And so I probably was very mindful about not doing covers and writing songs. Yeah. Uh, you know, and singing songs like Leave Right Now, singing songs like Jealousy, Changes, Grace, all these, kind of, you know, all these kind of things. Um, but it did feel the right time to do it. I can't quite explain why, yeah. but it just, it just did. But interestingly, it's really, I'm writing for another album, um, you know, so it's it sort of helped maybe me write as well. So it's funny. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, that's brilliant. Well, let's get another song on, and you'll be back to talk about another one. This is, this is an amazing cover. It's an amazing song, full stop. Going backwards through time my guest today has already had and this is amazing 11 top 10 singles four of which were number one seven top three albums four of which were number one probably going to be five now it is will young hi will hello again Hello again. Now, saying that, is there always a pressure on you when you've had, like, when you've got a back catalogue of basic total success? I mean, I recently spoke to Joe Mira from S Club 
and was like, my God, you know, following Reach and stuff, totally different vibe. But is there a pressure to carry that on? You know, is it is it a disappointment if something doesn't get to number one? It's so interesting because it's so different now, you know, to how it used to be because yeah. it collects like streaming and who's more of a streaming artist and, and you know, to be honest, which record companies maybe have more money to get things on certain platforms or playlists and all that kind of stuff. So it's a weird one because it does matter. But everything that's going on behind it, if you look at numbers and things and you break it down, it's all sort of explainable. It takes the sort of mystery away from it. But I yeah. think it, it is, you know, I would be disappointed if, you know, an album doesn't get in there. I mean, every album's either gone one or two. Yeah, um, amazing. So, you know, it, if I would it went to 50, yeah, it would be a bit of a crash. Yeah. But to be honest, it's more of a disappointment because it's just a sign of, oh, dear, how well is my business going? You know, yes, have a yeah. good decision at that stage. But I just have to, again, try and like make the best music and do the best job for an audience. You know, that that's really it's not that's really it. about it's not really about me. And it's not really about the producer because Richard and I are both working to do the best for an audience to ask them for part, to part from their money. I mean, that's it, isn't it really? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, well, you're... Taste and you know, is your taste. I think you never want to be cool. You know, I've never been cool. And I think that's probably why I've stuck around because if you're cool one minute, you're not cool the next. And also you can't try to be cool. I remember working kids TV. Uh, I worked on the Saturday show, but it replaced live and kicking and they live and kicking was cool because it didn't try to be cool, but then they tried to make it cool and it wasn't cool. <laughs> mm. It's that yeah, kind of I thing. Think, well, I tried to be cool for a while. It was a huge failure. Um, so next song, I picked the best songs, I think, for Will's album. Very hard because they're all brilliant. But Everything is Embarrassing is my next one, originally by Sky Ferreira. And I read about this one, that this was actually sent to her by a friend, Dev Hines, who is a writer. And it was about a failed relationship, hailed by music critics as one of the best songs of recent years. I've never, I'd never heard it before. It's incredible. It's such a, such a good tune. And she's a very interesting artist, actually. Um, I'm now going to look into her, yeah, because I've never, I've never actually experienced her. So it's amazing you brought her to my to my record collection. I'm really pleased because she she definitely like walks to the beat of her own drum, which I think all the artists do actually on this record. Um, You know, they're strong women who are doing really interesting artistry. But this this song actually has has quite a cult following, and so many more people knew it than I thought they would. Um, but I think that's the same to a lot of those, you know, a lot of the songs. Um, and it's interesting, you know, I mean, there is another song I've covered by an artist called Licky Lee, I Follow Rivers. And, you know, you might not brilliant. hear it. Yeah, no, it's brilliant that, yeah. Licky Lee, is that it's fine? You might not hear it on the radio, but she's got like, you know, 200 million views on YouTube. So they're really interesting artists that take in um you know visuals and 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 they find just goes to show you know great music does find its way through um so i'm very lucky you know to sing songs like everything is embarrassing and yeah um, and, and do any of them actually you know like some songs stick out in your life there's some songs that will stick out to me about a certain breakup or if i was going to a bit of a mental problem at the time but are there songs on here that have actually got you through something or that really do mean something to you i mean I know they're all brilliant for their own reasons but is there anything that kind of was got you through a, the phase i think probably missing actually 
because I've lived with that song for so many years. Many years, yeah. And that's what happens. They sort of stick by your side, those songs. And, and often the ones you listen to when you were younger, you do keep on coming back to because they're like your old friends. Um, and as you get older, you, you not like most people, actually, you stop making so many friends because you've got all the friends you have. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'd say missing for me. Yeah. And also what I love is when people cover songs, you can often see them in a different light. Like uh, Wild Horses, when Susan Ball covered it, I just listened to the words differently. Do you know what I mean? So that can often happen as well. Well, that's what's so beautiful about it. It's the same as acting. You know, you can go and see Shakespeare and see it in a whole different way, Um, you know, or a play that you've studied or seen quite a few times. You know, so it is it is a really fun. I mean, to be honest, I wish more people did it. Yeah, um, no, I do. Yeah, I wish that I wish that covers albums weren't sit weren't because often covers albums are quite painting by numbers. Let's be honest, and yeah. you know it just feels like let's just try and make a bit of quick cash. Um, but they don't have to be like that. They can be, you know, and that's actually brought up such a good point. Probably my number one passion about singing other people's songs is bringing a new interpretation. Yeah, well, as you said, reimagined is a much nicer word than cover, isn't it? I remember years ago, I did a cover on Radio 1 of Hey Ya, Outcast. Oh, amazing. So popular for, for, for so, so... Oh, dog day. No. So popular <laughs> for years. Um, you know, because it was just so different. It was and, so different. Uh, and that made me listen to the words totally differently. That is another example. We'll need to play that, actually. That is a yeah, brilliant really, cover. Really, it was sad. It was such a sad song. Um, it's like Losing Myself, the Solange Knowles one, which is really like her production is amazing. It's like a Madonna kind of 80s tune. It is. Um, I'm going to stop you there because that's my next one. So you jumped ahead. Oh, there. sorry. <laughs> Everything and nothing always haunts me. Trying. I know you're trying. He gave away last time before this song that I chose from the album, Losing You by Solange is the next one I'm going to talk about. It's absolutely brilliant. It's written by the same guy that wrote Everything is Embarrassing, isn't it? Dev Hines. Yes. Uh, which is incredible, the fact. But Losing You, again, I hadn't heard this song. And this one is when I had that moment of listening to the album and instantly, like, almost tears started to form. It's so beautiful. It's it's amazing. I think it's one of the favourites from the albums, actually. A, a lot of people mention it, I think, because, and it is because of the lyrics. And quite often what happens, and it's not a bad thing, um, what happens is if you do... I mean, I call them like sad bangers, you know, so songs like, <laughs> songs like I've written that have really sad lyrics, but because they've got mid-tempo, upbeat music, you don't necessarily notice it, the, the whole story so much. And then when you change them around, and, and this is a really good example of that one, um, it's it's a brilliant tune and and, and the video is brilliant. And um, it's been one of my p- favourite pop tunes for quite a while, but I knew that I wanted to slow it down and make it a really sad soulful ballad basically well thank you for yeah making me cry but that in a good way uh we'll we'll play that in a minute just a couple more viewer questions so jade murphy asked it's almost 20 years since pop idol the favorite thing you've done since i mean that's a really hard question isn't it what's is there one stand is there a standout moment 
Uh, actually, for me, it has to be playing the MC in Cabaret. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, of yeah. course. Brilliant. That was, that, um, and in music, I would say getting to sing on a few occasions with James Brown. Those would be my two. Incredible. Joanne in Bristol, when and where did you first sing to your live audience? Oh, cool. Um, it's made you think now. I, I was 12. Yeah. And I was playing well, a, camp, wow. a camp director called Cecil Starr. And, uh, <laughs> and then actually someone, one of the teachers at this, uh, one of the parents, one of the kids at this horrible school I was at at the time, um, was lovely though. And he came up and was a big producer of movies and said, I think you should go to acting school. Um, but I didn't. But no, that was the first time people sort of came up and said that I was good. Yeah. Amazing. Well, it's amazing that's stuck in your head. Den Manning said, if you could do it all again, would you do anything differently? And if so, what? I mean, and that's another huge question. I wouldn't I wouldn't have done a programme called World Idol when they because Pop Idol started in the UK and then it went all around the world. Oh yeah, and, and they got it, the best people from all of them, didn't they? Yeah. It was just so soul destroying and I, I wish I'd <laughs> sort of stuck to my guns on that You're- one. That, that, that's my only regret. And I don't really my only other regret is I wish that I, and I won't say the expletive, but I wish I'd used a certain phrase to my um, deputy headmaster at school. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. I never regret. I think you learn lessons in life. You have to think of yeah. everything kind of as a positive to get through. And finally, you're, uh, this is from Glenn in Wellingborough. Your ultimate fantasy cover collaboration, if you could sing with anyone, and you can go back in time if they happen to be dead now. I mean, Nina Simone would be mine. Well, Nina Simone would be mine. Oh, well, there we go. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, uh, she, yeah, 100%. I mean, it would be terrifying, but yes. Terrifying, yeah. And uh, my mum wants to know how the dog is. I think we know that dogs are very happy in the background. Yeah, I've got, I can see Domino, the big boy. He's he's a rescue from LA. He's sleeping. He's had a good day today. I've washed him. Um, Pippin, the new one, is sleeping under a blanket now. And Esme, the border terrier, is thinking... When can I get out of this madhouse? <laughs> yeah. And finally, a couple of really that I asked all the guests, tea or coffee? Tea. Kylie or Danny? Really hard. Kylie. And uh, friends or line of duty? Line of duty. I can't oh, oh really? really? Thank you so much. Um, it's really nice talking to you and um, hopefully speak again soon. Yes, and this is Losing You by Will Young. Tell me the truth, boy. Am I losing you for good? We used to kiss online, but now there's just no use. That album, of course, is available now, Crying on the Bathroom Floor, a whole host of hits that Will has chosen from his favourite female artists. And I'm not, I didn't just say it to Will, I'll say it to you again, and I do mean it. It's one of my favourite albums. He's really reimagined those songs, and it just moves you. So put that on, get a cup of tea, get a glass of wine, settle back, and listen to that album right now. I will be back who knows when i keep surprising you in a couple of days maybe a week with a brand new episode of soap from the box remember there are almost 60 episodes you can download and listen to right now favorite stars from eastenders coronation street emmerdale home and away and neighbors all there for your listening pleasure pop from the box will also be back very soon have a good one <laughs>